And we uh, welcome into the studio now Dean Eads, the Emergency Management Advisor for the Waimakariri District Council. Good afternoon. Welcome, Dean. G'day, Bruce. Hey, really good to be back on the radio with you. It is fantastic. And, of course, uh, now you've got a new hat on. Yes, yes, yes. I've um, I've, I've done... Worked for Hiranui District Council, worked for Kaikoura District Council, now I'm working for Waimakariri District Council, so in uh, in the Monopoly thing going, I've got the whole set, got the whole North set, Canterbury. Yeah. Indeed, in fact one day maybe you'll run for mayor, perhaps. <laughs> so, so Dan, you weren't listening to no, that, Dan I Dan wasn't listening, I think, I think we've got a bit of mileage still left from Dan, and he's only just started. Uh, Dean, first of all, let's get things underway. On the emergency management uh, uh, side of things, you've got a recruitment evening, tell us about that. Ah oh, yes, absolutely. Hey, come Come 14th of uh, February, I know a lot of people think that, oh, this is the lovey-dovey time of the year, oh, Valentine's Day. But hey, if you love your community um, and you really want to become involved in uh, the uh, emergency management side of things as a volunteer, this is your opportunity. You can come along to the town hall, go upstairs, we're going to have it in that, that, that space up there, and you'll be able to meet members of NZRT12, uh, the operations support team and the welfare support team and we'll be telling our stories you'll be able to ask questions um, and then get a feel to just where you might want to fit in within that type of um, uh, that volunteer group it'll be super great to see you so when you say volunteer group Dean specifically what kind of roles are you are you looking to fill here we're looking forward to to filling roles NZRT12 so they're very much our action based uh, rescuers so storm response um, uh, flood response, that type of scenario, um, and they they're a lot more. They do a lot more training once a week, uh, a lot more gear that you have to be orientated, and a lot more courses that you need to go on. So the level of commitment for the NZRT12 much higher for the operational support team and the welfare district welfare support team. Far less of a commitment, but a really, really big impact on on the on the communities that you do get to work for during emergencies. And just think about they they worked their their wee behinds off uh, just a week or so ago for that low burn fire. Of course, yes. And I had someone tell me today they'd driven through that area and the devastation uh, on both sides of the road driving through that, that that fire zone really must have been something quite horrendous. Yeah, it was it was it was very quick, very intense and it did affect quite a lot of people yeah and that's another hazard we, we don't often really think of is fire because if it's becoming more prevalent uh, indeed in this area yeah fiends think about it a, a heck yeah. of a lot yeah and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and and our operation was really geared towards supporting yes, fiends of course indeed so now uh, the next topic spending time at the beach what should what should people be aware of what should you be looking for well clearly the slip slop slap team if you, if you don't remember that one oh, then, I don't know yeah, you've been yeah, living obviously I'm not the slip slop slap guy I'm more about the tsunami guy mm-hmm. um, so hey when you're at the beach just think about some of the, the the natural hazards that happen around there and what I'm really talking about obviously is tsunami um, obviously if it's if it's long, if you're at the beach and you have a, a have a decent earthquake, if it's long and strong, the message is to get gone inland and uphill. Okay, and, um, and our friends here at uh, Kumpa for CFM are just going to drop on their uh, um, 
the Facebook page, yes. our Know Your Zone booklet as well, so that right. you you know just where um, you are within the Waimaka area district around that coastline and, and, and the likely effects if there is going to be a tsunami wave where it might affect. Uh, yeah, very good advice indeed. And there are signs at the beaches, aren't there too? There are signs, yeah, spreadically along the um, along the, the areas where most people enter and exit the beach yep. areas, there'll be uh, those tsunami signs. Yeah, and I mean, look for those the next time you go down because often they, they go unnoticed, you know, the, the people go down to the beach so regularly. Oh, they do. It's like many, many signs. You've really got to be switched on to them. So yeah, next time, hey, I challenge you to, you know, take a happy snap of it, um, send us in and say, hey, what a great sign or if you've got any other suggestions that's also really great to hear from members of the public yeah well and Dean of course we're talking off air about uh, it being 13 years since uh, since that big earthquake but then of course you reminded me no there has been another one since then of course the Kaikoura earthquake yes Hiranui Kaikoura the, the Hiranui Kaikoura earthquake <laughs> I beg your pardon uh, and so starting an emergency kit for the new year it could be a resolution for people hey absolutely and we all know about resolutions so let's not make a resolution no one ever sticks to those things hey but yeah it's a great time of the year if you're going to start something new or if it's a if, if it's time to regenerate an old kit swap in swap out things one thing at a time you don't have to do the whole thing at once and remember kits come in all different shapes and sizes it's really about a, a, a time and phase and a place in people's lives a young family with young kids they're going to need a very different looking kit from a, a from an older couple with no kids who might have a caravan that might that might be their kit yes. or if you're a or an active outdoor tramping family your pre-packed tramping bags and what have you, that might be your kit. Yeah, you know? actually that's a really good way to look at it, in fact, mm. it really is. So it's about thinking about, and how long would people, should people be really prepared to be away from home for, in the likelihood of a, let's evacuate now? Yeah, hey, potentially, if you have to evacuate you have to evacuate, but these kits are really there to be self-sustaining. Right. Obviously if they're, they're mobile, even better, that's a real word by the way, um, <laughs> But really, you should be looking, you should look to prepare a kit that you can look after yourself for at least 72 hours. That's three days. Three days. Okay. Three days. So be prepared for three days. I mean, you know, three days worth of uh, tin beans and, and, and water and, and crackers and dog food and that kind of thing. Yeah, I can imagine your uh, your, your diet after three days of dog food <laughs> well, and beans there. You don't no, even I mean, own a dog. Yeah, You're yeah, a yeah, sick yeah, man. Yeah, 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 You're yeah, a sick man. I know. Hey. Okay, Dean, uh, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, Emergency Management Advisor for the Waimakariri District Council. Great to have you in and believe me, Waimakariri are in good hands. Hey, thanks Bruce. Good on. Really great to speak to you again. Thanks. Thanks for the chat. Compass FM 89.4